Hello and welcome to Heal, Love and Grow with Hasina. I'm your host, Hasina Rushamwala. Thank you for joining me today in my first full-length episode as we discuss breaking barriers and how it changed my life from a world of pleasing others to living a more fulfilling life. Stay tuned till the end as I share with you the one thing that helped me in my journey that I believe could help you too. Have you ever felt the pressure to not want to disappoint your parents or feel like a complete failure in the eyes of others, but secretly know your dreams are different than what is planned for you? Well then, listen up as I take you on a journey on how I broke barriers and how it changed my life. I was 24, had traveled a lot and lived in many provinces across Canada, not including a brief stay in the UK in my early 20s. I have three older siblings and my parents stayed together until I was 21 years old. Being of Southeast Asian descent, there's a life map of what you must accomplish in this order specifically. One, graduate as a doctor or lawyer from a prestigious university. Two, marry a wealthy, same class Indian boy with a reputable family. And three, have children. It seems simple enough, right? Well, not for me. I've attended a few universities, but each time I was about to complete a semester, I fell ill or had an injury that required me to be hospitalized. So to the dismay of my extended family and my community, I hadn't graduated from any university, though I have attended four in total. I did want to become a lawyer, and I found myself ending arguments with my siblings with, I rest my case. That was the first strain from the path of success, according to my culture. Now came disappointment number two. I have, to date, been engaged nine times, yet never married. Yes, I said nine times. I am the runaway bride. But that's another episode for another day. Needless to say, though, after my ninth engagement, my family lost hope. The aunties in the community who would scout me out at the beginning of every social gathering, were detouring their eligible sons and nephews away from me. I was that misfit on Misfit Island in Rudolph, wanting to be loved, but never really feeling it was the right one or time. Then, if that wasn't enough, I met a Greek man, one that I wasn't even interested in at the beginning, but who stuck around during the death of one of my closest friends. And then it happened. Ten months into our relationship, I was staring at a pea stick and two purple lines. I was pregnant. Probably the greatest barrier broken. I was a pregnant Southeast Asian female with no formal education, no marriage, and working as a call center employee. I remember telling my ex that I was pregnant, and we started planning on doing the right thing and get married. But being of a traditional Greek background and me being from a Muslim family, my skin color and my religious affiliation was too humiliating for his family to accept. He suggested I abort, as did a few family members and friends. However, in my heart, I knew this was a blessing. I was told only six months earlier, I may never carry to term. And the day I found out 
was just before I was scheduled for a hysterectomy. If that wasn't a sign, I don't know what was. I had called family to ask for their blessings, and though they gave it, whispers started about what others would think and how it would be accepted in the community, and would I dare bring this child to religious congregations or have them baptized? I even had people betting on how fast children's aid would come to take away this child, but I didn't listen. In fact, it motivated me to love harder, try harder, and prove myself, not to anyone else, but to me, that I could do it. My ex swung from being all on board to cheating and being afraid of his family. So after my birthday, while I was 22 weeks pregnant and very showing, I had decided I had enough. Though I had tried to make things work, this baby meant so much more and I wasn't going to give him or her up. So when he had proposed and we fell through, yes, he was one of the nine. I went at it alone. On August 25th, 2005, I gave birth to the greatest gift of my life, my daughter Aliana. We have had challenging times with my health and hers and with learning to be a mom all on my own. There were days I had no money to even take her on a bus to an appointment, so I would walk. And I look back at those times and how the universe provided each step of the way. My desire to want my daughter to be proud of me encouraged me to become a mediator and start my own practice. I juggled between diaper changes, feedings, and attending classes, sometimes sacrificing sleep for days on end. And though I don't have a degree, I did improve our lives, and I'm grateful for the courage she gave me. Today, I am still as thankful as the day she entered, as she is my sunshine, and has been the reason to keep fighting through multiple near-death experiences. I can't say I'm a perfect parent by any means, or that life is always grand, because it isn't, and it's hard. There's always someone who will whisper, give you their opinion, and believe they are better. But I thank the universe every day for not listening and for not giving up. As a teenager, she doesn't talk back, sneak out, or do half the things I did as a rebellious teen. So I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job. Life doesn't always go as planned. Trust me, I have lived it. But when you follow your heart, forget about what others expect of you and trust in the divine, you will experience miracles beyond your wildest imagination. So the next time someone tells you how to live your life and imposes their views on you, remember to follow your heart, keep strong, and trust the universe to guide you. Thank you for listening to Heal, Love, and Grow with Hasina.